This is the MF Cashflow Podcast with Mike Fisher. We pull back the curtain of real estate investing and share the secrets to building the life of financial freedom you've always dreamed of. Hey guys, Mike Fisher here, MF Cashflow. Today I've got with me Jim Tierman. And Jim's from Denver. Jim has got a couple properties with us. He's been with us for a couple years as well. And uh, he's got a really cool story that I'm anxious to share with you. And uh, and he's come from a bad property management company to an awesome property management company. And um, we're here to help him make a difference in his own cash flow. And we have, and um, not only that, but I'm just, I want you to hear what, what he's doing today and um, what he plans on doing. So, and how he's gotten uh, some financial freedom also from passive income. So, hey, Jim, thank you so much for coming in today, man, and, and sharing your story. Thanks for having me. Jim, let's jump right into it. <laughs> I, well, I grew up in Chicago. I ended up moving to Phoenix for a couple of years in 93, came to Denver in 95, bought my house in 2001, and after a couple of years, I knew it was going up in value. Um, so I wanted to, you know, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, like everybody else. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Decided to uh, refi my house, took out some money and bought a couple of duplexes over in Edgewater, which is kind of west of, maybe a mile west of Mile High Stadium over there. Yeah. Um, and so I had four units, rents were 800 each. So I had 3,200 in rent and my mortgage was 2,500. I'm like, bingo, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> but I didn't factor in property management and I had a huge lawn and a huge water bill. So mm. I was making a little money, but uh, not enough for that amount of equity. So yeah, yeah. a couple years later, I sold those, did a 1031 exchange and bought two in Chicago and one here in Denver, which actually I was at last night because we're going to sell this one. It's over near the River North area, which is super hot, you know, okay. warehouses and, you know, where all the hipsters go and is drink. Is that beer. where the, um, uh, what do they call it? The, not the train station or what? The, uh, a Union Station. Union Station, yeah. Is it's, that over it's, there? It's like one stop north on the way to the airport. Okay. Gotcha. A lot of old industrial buildings and, you know, they're either getting rehabbed into microbreweries or getting torn down into you know, eight story condo buildings. So right, right. Kind of an area that's going crazy. I have a lot of equity in the house and I can, I can do better. So I'm going to 1031 again and possibly get into some of these assisted living uh, communities. Sweet, man. Yeah. And we got to talk more about that. That's for sure. I know there's a guy actually in Phoenix that specializes in that. Yeah. Gene so, Garino probably, right? I Name sounds familiar. Yeah. I yeah. sat next to him at a mastermind in Dallas and I'm like, I think I know you. I've heard about you. I've, I think I've even contacted you via email and sure enough, it was him. I'm like, yeah, man. So I have a, uh, at the time I had a, a, a four bedroom in South Holland with one, uh, with like maybe one step into it. So it was all a big, huge ranch, like 2,200 square foot ranch. I'm like, dude, like I'm just about done rehabbing this thing like about a week away, you know, it's finishing touches. He goes, no, 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 no. I showed him some pictures. He's like, no, no, no. You don't want to, you don't want to do it to this home, man. Cash out on that one. But, um, have you, you've heard of him. Have you taken any of his classes? I haven't, but he, he has a book out on Amazon that I was reading. Oh. Um, something about assisted living residents. He does do a three-day training in Phoenix. Uh, okay. A couple times a year. 
So I may eventually go to that, but I'm going to be more on the, on the real estate side. I'm getting in with these guys who buy the building. Okay. And they do a lease option to the people who are running the, the, uh, operation itself. So I don't have to worry about healthcare laws or any of that crap. You know, I just get some cash flow and um, I have part of the title of the building basically. Yeah. So how'd you get involved in that? Um, just some guys I knew from the local RIA here that I talked to every, you know, a okay. couple months when I see him and yeah. they started, they went to this Gene Garino's class and sure. kind of went heavy into the assisted living. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So do you do, do you do the RIA often? I try to. The one here in Denver is pretty close to my house. It's right across the parking lot from Mile High Stadium. So it's maybe a mile and a half from me. So I try and get over there once a month. Yeah. 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 Good networking. Yeah, so just totally, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a big one out here as well, and uh, Andrew Holmes uh, heads it up, and the guy is amazing, and he's super smart guy. So, yeah. yeah. If you ever come out here, I'll introduce you to him. But he's a smart guy, man. Really yeah, were you doing guy. stuff in Phoenix now? Did, did I hear you say yeah, something? Yeah, I got some short-term rentals in Phoenix as well. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's um, just Airbnb type stuff, you know. Yeah. I, I also did a 1031 exchange. And the 1031, um, I sold a couple of properties out in uh, Matson and turned it over into um, uh, Scottsdale area. Okay. So, and I tell you what, um, I've had them for just a little over a year now and super glad I did it, man. Super yeah. glad I did it. I love that area. I love the sunshine. You know, I was looking at this, the weather today, like, oh, all sun, you know, like 10 day forecast, all sun, you know. Right. Beautiful, man. I mean, what's there not to like about it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, the Airbnb has worked really well for me. The returns are, you know, are phenomenal. They really are. Yeah. Denver's kind of taking an interesting approach. They're kind of treating people like criminals that are doing it. And, you know, we're in in a serious lack of, you know, housing, and they're making it more difficult for people to do it. You'd think they'd be doing the opposite, but. Yeah. Yeah. because my daughter lived there for years. She's living here now. Um, and she said, dad, I said, well, I, when she graduated, I'll just stay at Airbnb. She's like, no, man, you don't understand. They're, they're stacking people up in these rooms in the Airbnb. Like you're going to share a room with somebody. I'm like, that's just, that's not right, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, I'm not doing that. So I ended up staying with one of her friends and it all worked out anyway. So. Yeah. Couldn't find a hostel, huh? No, it would it would have been better off, you know. It was just for a couple nights. <laughs> I'm sure I could have. Right. Probably one. Probably probably many of them around there. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Excellent. So, you're into that. Work. So, with all everything that you've got going on right now, are you, are you also in other states too? Uh just Illinois and Colorado right now. Okay. All right. I feel pretty good. Colorado, you know, the long-term prospects, there's so many people moving here. Yeah. I know in 20, 30 years, it's going to be just booming again. So. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, it already is. Man. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, every time I go, all I see is cranes in here, seven to 10 cranes, man. Like at one time, like, man. I know. And it's, and they can't even keep up. I and mean, they're still, we're, we're still at one and a half, I think, months of inventory, you know, everything that hits the market just sells. I mean, if it's price right, it's I heard, um, Phoenix, 30,000 people a month are moving to Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix area. It's crazy. 
Unbelievable, man. Like, it's really not because, you know, obviously, like, Chicago has some really, or Illinois, you know, some shitty weather, taxes, you know, it all sucks, right? So, did get to sit next to a guy, um, some civil engineer on a plane on the way out there and learned a lot, man, about the streets and what's coming and stuff. That was pretty cool, you know, like, kind of like the forecast of where to where to invest now you know so nobody knows that these roads are going in or they're widening and stuff so it's amazing who you're going to sit next to man strike up a conversation you you could be it could make you millions that's right could be a future customer (laughs) definitely definitely man definitely so tell me like you know a little bit about um why did you go into chicago and uh you know for your properties and um a little bit about you know your property management history here, and um, what what you know if you had to give like three things of that you would recommend somebody to look for in property management. What would those three things be? Well, I think I initially went to Chicago just for the cash flow. You know, when I bought my first places in uh, Denver, it was two thousand eight. Had no idea what I was doing really, but when I sold the duplexes in two thousand twelve, I made a little money, but you know, for the amount of equity I could do better. So I knew uh, Chicago had some good cash flowing properties just because the prices were a lot lower. And, um, but you, you probably heard the, uh, the, the first property manager went belly up. Yes. And uh, that's still going on. I mean, if you've heard the latest, the trustee for the bankruptcy is, is suing all the ex landlords trying to get money back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. So the fact that we even have to hire lawyers to fight that is ridiculous. But um, I would say as far as getting a property management, just ask people who have properties there already, you know, are they having a good experience, bad experience? Mine's been great since I switched over to you guys. So yeah, um, yeah. we did have that well that went dry, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> that was, but, Oh man, I felt bad for you, dude. Yeah. Oh, um, but yeah, pretty, generally pretty good. I mean, that property, um, that's a section eight person. It rents for two grand and my, you know, payments 800. So <laughs> I, I could afford uh, a little bit of, uh, yeah, yeah. a little bit. So yeah, yeah, pretty wanna... good. But yeah, I would say just get referrals from other people. It's probably the main thing. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. lots of landlords out there switching companies and they'll know who's good, who's bad. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's for sure, man. And that's a really good a good way of going about it because I know when people come to us, like, hey, Mike, can you give me a couple of referrals? You know, and that is huge because somebody that is actually, you know, even from your experience, uh, there's one person in, in particular that um, we'll give the number to that has kind of like what he did is he bought, he came out here and he bought properties from the same person that you did. So he bought two from that person and two from me. Uh-huh. So he started right out, right from the beginning, step one, never had a rental property at all, ever, and then bought two from that company and two from from, from me. And, you know, he's got an experience on both sides that right out of the gate he had. Right. And I can just tell you that he called me up several times. This is what's going on. Can you stop out there and at least tell me if my property's even vacant, if it's occupied? Um, I'll get you the lockbox code. Can you go in and take some pictures for me? Like, dude, why don't you just let me manage the damn property? You know, like right. eventually he did, and it was all you know. I don't want to say um, by default on the on the last one, but 
he did. And, you know, the guy's super happy now and he's cash flowing. And I think he's bought a few, you know, several properties from me. So fantastic guy. And um, I'm trying to get him on my podcast also. Right. You know, he'll bring value. So definitely he's somebody that I say, hey, give this guy a call here because he's going to give you both sides. He's going to show you both sides. And he's got properties all over the country too. So this guy's a complete rock star um, in that regard. Like, man, you know, he know he brings value in like, okay, so this is what's happening here in Chicago, but this is what's going on in Florida. This is what's going on in Tennessee. So you can actually have a conversation of property management all around. But great, great advice in calling somebody that um, has been on both sides and in other markets. You know, it, yeah. the market here is not the same as the market is it is, you know, in California or Tennessee or, you know, we do things differently here. You know, the, right. everything's different. So it's, it's amazing how much different it is. It's the Chicago way, as Sean Connery would say. The Chicago way. Chicago <laughs> way. Yeah. You got to say Chicago with the right accent. You got yeah, it, man. I'm but, losing it a little bit after 20 some years. <laughs> there you go. So your current focus is the short-term rental and being more on the property end of it. Or I'm sorry, um, the um, uh, help me out here. Assisted living. living. Assisted yeah. Living, yeah. Assisted living. So in, in that regard, so where do you see yourself in like five years from now? Uh, maybe going into a little more of the assisted living, maybe some multifamily. I mean, there's so many things you could do. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I've wholesaled a few properties, but I'd really, okay. I'd love to find some that I could buy subject to, or, you know, just general seller financing yeah. would be great because I think the medium um, detached in Denver is like 460,000 now. So if you go to a bank, they want 25% down. That's, you know, I don't have stacks of hundred grand laying around the house here. Yeah. <laughs> trying to find another way in. Yeah, yeah. And that's why, hey, why not come to Chicago in that regard? Because the, you know, the inn is, you know, we're anywhere from, you know, the low 100s to 130s-ish. Right. So, yeah. And then I've even, um, I'm picking up some properties and selling them off um, to investors. Um, because I've, what I've done for years, Jim, is I've, I'll buy the properties. And then just put in the minimum that needed just to maintain. You know, if the thing if finally needs a roof, I'll put a roof on the thing. You know, if it needs a furnace, furnace conks out, I'll put a furnace in there. Right. You know, and when the tenant moves out, I'll decide, do I want to, you know, rehab this thing or just, you know, refresh it and put it on the market, you know, and that, that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. Even today, I'm still doing that stuff. I'm closing on three next week um, for that. I've got some other ones I just closed on one uh last week so um i don't think i bought anything this week yet but anyhow it's just that's the stuff that keeps me going the cash flow coming through you know, if yeah. you pick up a property for say fifty thousand dollars and it's got a tenant in place already and you've got you know cash flow coming in i mean it's a no-brainer man that you know the cash flow is fourteen hundred dollars a month on the thing and or you know the rent and, and um you're still going to cash flow say four hundred dollars a month you know Right. It's pretty awesome, right? Like and if you're gonna put a water heater you in loan yourself. Uh my last count was like a month ago and I'm over eighty three now. Wow. Yeah. My goal is one hundred this year. Nice. But I got some hustle to do, man. We're almost you know, can you believe it? It's almost June, like we're almost there, right? Like, I know. Seemed like it just oh. stopped snowing here and it's already almost June. Yeah, well 
the same scenario here, <laughs> as you know. Right. As you yeah. know. So, well, Jim, tell me, are you a, are you a book reader? Yeah, I actually, I know you you said you were going to ask about books, so I, I wrote down a few here. Um, a book by Wendy Patton about lease options and subject two is pretty good mm. that I thought. Um, David Finkel wrote a couple books about kind of the same topics, uh, creative finance. Um, E-Myth was good, I thought. Oh, you yeah. That? Yeah, yeah. Um, Work on your business, not in your business. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, the Art of Owner Financing was pretty good. Mitch Steven. Yeah, okay. so those are, those are a few I've read recently. Yeah, yeah. That's all good stuff, man. So you're constantly educating your brain, man, to go out there. Yeah. And do it. That's awesome. It's only uh, the bad thing is you kind of get that shiny object syndrome. You know, you read something new and you thought, "Oh, I'm going to totally go off the rails of what I'm doing and try something else." But uh, totally, totally man. avoid that. Yeah, and stay to focus. And you stay to focus, you're gonna you're gonna win every time. You will win every single time, man. Yeah. But you know, it's like um, that saying: do do nothing, and you get nothing. Do something, you're gonna get something. You know, out of it. You're, you know, the people that are sitting there, anybody that knows me knows that I don't watch TV. I don't listen to the news. I mean, I hear a little bit here and there and it's like, honestly, it's like really depressing shit. And that's really all it is is shit. Yeah. And the only economy that we can change is our own economy. That's it, man. And I don't want to be watching people on TV. I want people watching me on TV, man. You right. know, like it should be the other way around. TV really doesn't have anything to offer me. It actually robs me of my own life my own time, my own joy, you know, and like, it's just, it's, it's nothing, man. It's, it's go out there and enjoy your life. And I say it on pretty much every episode, Jim. <laughs> so I'm sure that uh, Drew can probably attest to this. <laughs> Live fully, love openly, make a difference. You know, because when you're on your deathbed, it's too fucking late, man. It's too late. It's yeah, you're done. Very true. You're done. No going back, man. So yeah. It sounds like that's what you're doing, man. You're out there, you know, kicking ass. And I know we we met up a few times, and um, you're always a, a, a fun, interesting guy to talk to, man. You can definitely hold a conversation. Well, we both like beer, so we got that in common. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> and with beer, all things are possible. <laughs> that's right. Exactly right. Yep. Right, man. Right. So, how do you? What is it that you do in, um, in giving back? What you know? What do you enjoy doing to, to give back? Uh, well, I'm part of a uh, charity that's uh, started with a hockey team that uh, had a guy that had cancer, got sick, and they kind of passed the hat, and it's, it's grown into a full-blown uh, 501C. You know, they wow. raised over, over a million dollars, I think, and given it Damn. to hockey players who get hurt or have some kind of financial troubles. Or Shit. Wow. So we, uh, we have a big tournament every summer and usually get some guys that are in the NHL playing in the – top division or play at Denver university. Who's a you know, top 10 college team. And so that's always yeah. fun. I have a lot of uh, stuff raffled off and that's always, that's always good. And they have a few events during the year. They have a comedy night, uh, big hockey tournament, golf tournament. So yeah, that's always awesome. doing that kind of stuff. That's always a good feeling to give back. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Sure. So one, one more question here. And, you know, if somebody's sitting on the fence and they're like, man, I'm not sure if I want to get involved in, you know, real estate investing and, uh, you know, this seems very complicated. Um, you know, what advice would you give them? Uh, like I would say if, if you don't do anything, you're going to still be sitting in that same cubicle five and 10 years from now. 
Yeah. But if you try something, you might have a shot at getting out of it. So, yeah. so um, are you saying that real estate has given you some freedom? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I still work part-time for my, my real job, but I like to do okay. this stuff on the side. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, people could always start, you know, buy a small condo, maybe not a full-blown house. And at least, you know, the outside is being taken care of by the HOA. And yeah. I think you learn a lot more owning than, you know, you could read every book in the library, but <laughs> at some point you got to just own something and figure it out. That's all head knowledge, man. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, I know many investors are sitting on the edge, man, just waiting to like, oh man, and, and maybe not all of them are looking at the negative, but a lot of people, I mean, I get it. You have to look at the negative way, you know, that aspect also. But that's where your focus is going to be, man. That's where your energy's at. You will fail and you're going to be sitting there, like you said, five years down the road, still sitting there like, oh, oh I would have, should have, could have, and, you know, shit your pants all over the place, man. But ain't going to get you nowhere. Right. You know, you're still going to be, you're still not going to be cash flowing. So, yep. holy, take I mean, action. I'll tell you what, I remember my first one in 2003. And um, that was scary, man. It was scary. I was like, shit, man, how am I going to, I got my own mortgage payment and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And, and I'm like, Oh, yeah, well, I'll manage it myself. I'll do the maintenance myself, you know, and, and, um, just building up from there. Um, and here I am, you know, quite a bit, quite a many years later, but, uh, right. but you know, getting up to almost a hundred doors now. So, yeah. um, you know, it took a lot of balls to make that first move, man, you know? And a lot of trust too, right? And the people that you're you're with, because it's property management is, I would say, is the key in this whole in the turnkey business and turnkey model. As as you know, if you don't have the right property manager in place, you will fail. Yeah, will. I, I'd rather have a good property manager than a good property. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, that is a huge very difference. Smart, very very smart. Yeah, yeah. learn that the hard way though. <laughs> Yeah, well, and, and and thank you for sharing that. Cause I, hopefully, other people take that to heart too, man. And you know, and that's one of the big things that we really strive on is communication and being an awesome property manager. And yeah. we want to provide value back to other people, you know. And today we're managing a little over three hundred properties, and I want to be over six hundred by the end of the year. So this is a massive movement, man. You talk about take action, you know. You talk about like get up off your ass and take action by your first property. It takes massive action. Yeah. You know, you can't just sit there and expect it to happen. You got to fucking make it happen, man. It's yeah. not going to just happen. You know, poof, here it is. Here's your cash flowing property. And no, 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 no. Or people say, uh, people probably told you too. Oh, Jim, you're so lucky. That's right. Every fucking day I get out of bed and put my feet on the ground. I get lucky, right? right. You know, right. It's just <laughs> ridiculous, man. Yeah. So awesome, dude. I, I really appreciate your time. And, uh, coming here and and just sharing with people and encouraging them and and uh just sharing where you're at too man where you're at just not that long ago on in the freedom that real estate has given you and um and just you just moving around and hey like hey, i'm gonna go to denver this is what i'm gonna do and you're now you're doing stuff in your own backyard which is great right. awesome awesome my sister and i have uh we got our irish passports we did our paperwork so now we're thinking hey, maybe we'll buy something in ireland why not I'm all game, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's, <laughs> I've never been there. I'm open to it, man. Totally yeah. open to it for sure. Yeah. yeah. I would, I would do it in a heartbeat, man. Yep. 
I love the European area. I've never that's one of, I wanted to go to Ireland and stay at an Irish uh, cat, one of the big fucking castles, you know? Yeah. I oh, did that man. last time. That was pretty fun. Oh, dude. That's, <laughs> go play hide and seek in there, man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine renting that out like an Airbnb or something? Oh, like how many rooms are in there? I have no yeah. idea. Like, it's be some be, big bucks. Dude, it's got to be freaking awesome, man. Awesome. So. <laughs> Hey, man, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. And um, looking forward to doing more business with you and um, having a beer with you next time I see you. All right. Sounds good. All right, Thanks Jim. for having Thank me. You. Learn more at mfcashflow.com and follow Mike on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn.